Lawyers always need to be on top of their game, or at least appear to be. It can feel overwhelming to recognize or admit when we aren't, and even harder to reach out and get help. Welcome to Sidebar, brought to you by North Carolina's Lawyer Assistance Program, where lawyers help lawyers by sharing their experience, strength, and hope as they delve into their personal journeys of recovery. Hi, I'm Candace Hoffman, field coordinator with the North Carolina Lawyer Assistance Program, and I'm here today with Laura Marr, who's a North Carolina lawyer and mindfulness-based resilience coach and trainer. She's a longtime contributor to the sidebar, and we are so excited to talk about her article today, Glimmers of Goodness. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Candace. It's great to be back. So tell us, first of all, what is a glimmer? Well, a glimmer is something that is a life-affirming moment. So it's something that when it happens, you have a feeling of joy or something like that brings a smile to your face or makes you laugh or kind of chuckle or giggle. And a glimmer doesn't have to be like a mind-blowing experience. It can be just a little thing that happens that kind of catches your eye or, you know, kind of tickles you in an everyday life experience. I first of all love that word. It sparks a lot of joy in me. And I like that it really reflects the physical reaction that I personally get when I see the things that you're talking about. I moved my desk when I started working from home. I moved it upstairs so that in the fall I could see all of the leaves coming off the tree and it sparks that butterfly happy feeling in me. So I love the way that you describe it. Yeah. And for some people, the glimmer can be the fact that they move the desk, right? Like every time they see the desk move, it's like, oh, I'm just so happy that my desk is in a new place. For you, you're like the glimmer is being able to look outside and see nature just do its thing at that particular time of the year. I know for myself too, when I've had particularly tough jobs or tough periods in my jobs, I would try to create little glimmers. I'm now realizing as you're describing it, we had a little Keurig in my old office and I would buy a variety pack of K-cups. So I'd have a new flavor to try every day. (laughs) That was what I look forward to at work. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Just little things that keep you delighted, keep you interested, keep life feeling like it's creative and positive. Why is it important that we pay attention to these glimmers? I think for us as attorneys and judges and law school students, whoever is listening here, that it's really, it's part of our craft to pay attention to what isn't going well or may not be going well in the future for our clients. And so that can create a very pessimistic outlook on life. If you've heard the adage, the way we do anything is the way we do everything. If we spend the majority of our day lawyering and looking for what could go wrong, we take that same lens and we bring it out into the rest of our lives. And so we can, can and do our brains literally do the same thing when we're not at work that they do all day at work because we're spending so much time at work focusing on what isn't a glimmer, what could be detrimental to our clients. And so taking a moment, just these little tiny moments and switching out our perspective, our lens. So 
taking off our lawyer lens and putting on a more optimistic lens can help us feel those little sparks of joy and that like life is good kind of a feeling. That is really important because I I know in some of the CLEs we give, we talk about this Johns Hopkins study and they have a quote in there that optimism generally outperforms pessimism in almost every other profession except the legal one. I could definitely feel that when I was practicing and also know that it was hard to pull myself out of it. I had to make a conscious effort. So I'm glad you've highlighted why that's so important for the way our brains are specifically wired. Yeah. And I think it's particularly important for us as lawyers to pay attention to how we are seeing the world. Are we seeing it as a glass half empty kind of a world or a glass half full kind of a world? And knowing that that can impact our well being and that feeling at the end of the day, like I had a good day or I had a bad day or at the end of a lifetime, like, did I really have a satisfying life? Did I enjoy myself here? Paying attention to these little daily glimmers can help us feel at the end of a day or week, month, lifetime that, that we have had goodness in our lives. That's what life is all about is to be able to navigate the challenging times, then bring optimism and really enjoy what is good. I appreciate hearing that in specific times in practicing, I've often had a negative outlook on whatever it was, even studying for the bar. And I would have another friend that was also studying for the bar and describing how great her day was and how she took a break and did this. And she was color coding her notes and just her reframing the same thing I was doing and putting those little glimmers in it made me a lot more excited about the process that I was already going through. That brings up a really interesting point that I didn't talk about in the article I wrote, but I want to speak to now noticing our glimmers of goodness is not the same thing as toxic positivity. And I've heard a lot more of comments on toxic positivity lately. And noticing our glimmers is really an internal process where when a good thing happens, we take note of it and we savor it, which is different from toxic positivity, which is saying there's something that is distressing us going on and, and someone saying, Oh, don't worry about that. Look on the bright side. So This is not that. This is actually taking something that is actually good in your life and focusing on it so you can have that feeling of goodness versus discounting or discrediting true, genuine challenges that are happening in our life. Does that distinction make sense? It does make sense. And I I had not heard that term, but that is really interesting because we do talk a lot about suppressing bad feelings. But instead, you're talking about highlighting positive ones. That's exactly right. And it's a whole other discussion for another time. And I'd love to talk about it in a different podcast, what we do when we have feelings of sadness, disappointment, grief come up. That's a whole different practice. So this practice is really just to reiterate something good is happening and I get myself present in the moment and then I pay attention to it. Then I get a positive feeling. And it might be helpful if I took you through an example of that so we can actually feel what that feels like in our bodies. I would love to do that. Great. So let's go ahead and we'll do a glimmer of goodness meditation. The first thing that you want to do is just get yourself comfortable. So whatever you're doing, 
just see if you can get yourself a little bit more comfortable. Getting comfortable can just help your nervous system to relax and get present to the moment without distractions. And then whatever it is that you're doing, take a moment and just look around you and see if there's anything in your line of sight or anything that you can hear or even smell that is positive to you that feels like goodness. So it might be a picture that you can see of yourself and your pet or your family or doing something you love in your office space. Or if you're outside right now, you might see a picture or you might be able to see a tree or a flower or a cloud or the sun, snowflake. So whatever that is, just notice what that is. Or maybe it's the sound of a bird. Maybe it's the feeling of sunshine on your body, on your head or on your shoulders. Or maybe it's the scent of something yummy. It might be a scent of a cool breeze or a scent of coffee or tea that you like wafting in. Whatever it is, just notice it. And you might even say, I like that. Smells, looks, sounds good to me. Now let's take it a step further and ask yourself, what is the best thing about this glimmer? To me, oh, I just love this color, or I just love this memory that it evokes. Or I just love having this moment where my mind is blank and all I have to do is feel the sunshine. And now tuning into the emotional state that the glimmer evokes, what is the positive emotional state that the glimmer, that the glimmer evokes? And then see if you can feel in your body where that emotional state resides. So if it's a feeling of joy, you might feel it in your heart. If it's a feeling of ease, you might feel an easing up of the weight on your shoulder. You may notice that it feels like you want to do something like you may want to get up and move around. You might want to do something that's been on your to-do list that feels positive or just something that you were hesitating and doing that you now feel motivated to do. So just noticing how paying attention to the glimmer might motivate you. And then lastly, this is a little extra credit. Just notice if there's someone that you would love to share this glimmer with. It could be another person. It could be your journal. It could be a pet. And then when you're ready, just notice if there's a little smile on your face. If there is, just recognize that too. And if there isn't, recognize that as well. Whatever happened, happened. Whatever happened is just right. And then go ahead and bring yourself back. If you have the time, you can go through this exercise again. And it's really a simple exercise to do anytime that you're driving, you're walking, you're thinking, you're pausing. You can just pause and take a moment and say, hey, what's good about this? You know, what's, what's a glimmer of goodness that's happening? I love that practice. What was your experience as I led you through that meditation, Candice? 
I was initially, I thought I was going to look out the window, but my eye went downward to my desk and my daughter and I had done this puzzle recently of Anna from Frozen and it's bright pink and purple and she left it on my desk. I started staring at that. It evoked joy, which was great because it was one of those interactions where everything went okay. Her sister wasn't around. So we had some one-on-one time and she was really excited about being able to figure it out. It was so fun to watch. I really liked when you talked about what is the feeling and where does it reside? I had never really thought about that. Joy did seem to settle around my heart area. That was really interesting for me to notice and helped to bring me back to that positive area because it's still morning right now. And generally that's the time that things are very frantic. We're running around getting everybody ready to school. It's not a time I normally associate with joy, (laughs) more efficiency. So that was really good to bring me back to that headspace. I love that. And if you could see me, I have a smile on my face right now (laughs) thinking of that sweet picture. It was great. Before we close, I want to credit Deb Dana, who is polyvagal theory therapist and teacher and expert on the nervous system. And she is the one that coined this phrase glimmer. And so I just want to thank her for all the teachings for coming up with this word, because I think it really accurately captures these little moments that I'm talking about. It really does. I got a sense of joy one, because I love alliteration from glimmers of goodness, but the, just the word glimmer, like you were saying, gives me such a positive physical reaction. Good. And you know what, if you can't even think of a glimmer of goodness, like for you, because you love that alliteration, you can just say the word glimmer of goodness, and it can help to anchor you back to that practice. So it can be that simple. Thank you so much for the article and for leading us through that guided meditation. Selfishly, it made my day a lot better. You are so welcome. And that brings a smile to my face. And if anyone has any questions or comments about how to create a glimmer of goodness or well-being for lawyers or judges or law school students, please reach out to me through consciouslegalminds.com or lauramar.com. It'll take you to the same place. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for joining us at the sidebar. If this is your first time, we encourage you to listen to another episode or two, subscribe to our newsletter, and peruse the resources at www.nclap.org. And if you know a lawyer who could use a hand, please share this episode with them today. Remember, at Sidebar, you are not alone. In fact, you are in quite good company.